Hey guys, it's Sophia. And I'm Sophie. And this is the In Pursuit Podcast. Welcome back. We figured since we've been talking about some heavier topics in the recent weeks that we would give you a little podcast light today. So we're just going to be talking about single life and what does it look like being single as a young adult in this particular time. Yeah, I feel like this past year we've been learning a lot about like what it means to be single and sometimes doing it well and sometimes not doing it so well and just learning um, how to just not just live in this season of singleness waiting for our next season but actually to be like walking in um what the lord calls us to do as single people and like really making the most of this season of life because once it's gone it's never coming back Mm. so that's facts there's a verse we wanted to talk a little bit about the purpose of singleness and there's a verse and i forget where it is i might honestly have to google it um but it's just like about how the heart of the wife is concerned with like making her husband happy but the heart of a single person is concerned with the things of the lord and how the purpose in being single is pleasing the lord and learning how to better like submit to him and like walk in his ways yeah because there i mean we we originally learned um so much from this book that we read it was like the first thing that really sparked this like excitement for us about singleness um it's a book called single dating engaged married and it talks about the different seasons of life and so obviously the beginning of the book is about singleness and it was if you if you haven't read that book um we highly recommend it but it was super encouraging and it talked a lot about that and it was just um talking about how like once you're married or you're even in a relationship once you start dating someone your attention becomes divided Mm -hmm. and in this season of singleness i think a lot of us wait in different seasons for the next season so like when you're single you're like oh i can't wait till i'm dating someone and then when you're dating someone you're like oh i can't wait till i'm engaged and then when you're engaged you're like oh i can't wait till i'm married and then once you're married you're like oh my gosh i can't wait till i have kids and it's just like this constant um honestly ungratefulness for where the lord has you in that moment and that's kind of what we realized like when you're a young christian single girl nobody can shut up about the fact that like you should be getting married soon like that's just kind of the culture like in the christian community is that like you're gonna like it almost feels like the purpose of your life is to get married and that's not true so what does it mean to be a single woman waiting for what the lord has for you whether that's marriage or whether it's not so yeah and I know that family can be a huge pressure too. Like as a Hispanic single female too, Mm -hmm. I go to family gatherings and I always get a lot of questions and like genuine concern from loving family members about the fact that I'm still single because I've never had a boyfriend. Soph has been in certain relationships, but I've been single these past 22 years and my family genuinely worries. Like they (laughs) think there's something wrong with me or they're just like, 
what is this like failure to launch or like do you even not failure to launch they're like do you even like guys like what like what's going on basically like what illness do you have that you're not not married by 21 yeah like that that and that's like an extreme example of kind of like the underlying pressure that i feel like all that that covers society but all especially in the christian community it's like Mm. you're supposed to be a wife and a mother like that is your single purpose in life and not even that but like some of my family are just like wait you've never had a boyfriend like that's weird like you should have at least had a boyfriend like if i had had a boyfriend they're like oh that would be fine but Mm -hmm. the fact that you haven't is just like so bizarre like what are you waiting for why are you still single yeah and um Again, it's because they love me and they care about me and I know that. So I really take it with a grain of salt. But if you can relate to that in any way, just like don't be discouraged in the fact that you're still single. Like there's a purpose for each season of life. And Soph has talked about this in prior podcasts, but only God can take you where he wants you to go at his timing. Like it, it's not going to be on your timing. It's not going to be on your family's timing. So there's something that you have to wait for and it's the lord like you just have to wait for him i'm memorizing psalm 25 right now and it says that none who wait for the lord shall be put to shame so let that be an encouragement to you that waiting for the lord is actually waiting for the best thing that you could ever hope for yeah that kind of reminds me i was talking about this with self earlier because um i don't know about you guys but i feel like when i was younger a verse that would like always come to my head was the verse that talks about um the lord giving us the desires of our heart it says delight yourself in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart i think it's psalm 26 or 27 something like that it's in the psalms and um yeah so i always remembered like thinking that verse and being like oh lord like i want to be in a relationship like you'll give me the desire of my heart and like that's not what he means at all and i asked so i was like did you ever like think that and she was like oh yeah all the time it was, i like, would like religiously pray that as a middle schooler being yeah. like lord i know you know the desires of my heart to end up with a six foot tall man <laughs> and like we genuinely are like that is the desire of my heart and like lord like if you love me give me the desire of my heart and it's like that's not what the verse is saying and it's actually been really cool to kind of like unpack that i feel like um somebody in our bible study talked about it a couple weeks ago but i've been thinking about it like a lot this past year that it's just like what is it actually mean for the lord to give us the desires of our heart and like what does that verse actually mean and like we skip over the beginning of the verse so often and it says delight yourself in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart and what's so cool about that is that when you're delighting yourself in the lord like when you're truly delighting yourself in the lord he becomes the desire of your heart and so all of a sudden your desire isn't for a six foot man or like I mean maybe a little (laughs) or to be in a relationship it's like lord the desire of my heart is whatever you have for me Mm -hmm. and he will give us whatever his will for us is and once he becomes bigger inside of us than we are then we kind of hold our lives with an open hand and it's like okay lord whatever you have for me 
is what I want more than anything that like me and my flesh desires. Like, yeah, in my flesh, I'm lonely and I really want to be in a relationship or whatever, or like all these like desires that I might have. But like when you're delighting yourself in the Lord, he will become bigger inside of you than you are. Mm. And you'll just want whatever he has for you more than you want anything else. Yeah, and I had a moment very recently I would say about a month ago where I was just driving somewhere and I was having a conversation with the Lord regarding my non-existent love life and I'm just like very frustrated about a certain situation and I was praying about this thing and like lifting it up to the Lord and being like all right are you gonna tell me like what the business is on this particular thing that I'm asking you about and the Lord's response to my like impatience and just like that desire that i feel like we all have to control and to want to know the outcome was are you going to hold your love life with an open hand are you going to trust that i'm good to you and my plans are good for you Mm -hmm. and i just had to bow my head in like a resigned just acknowledgement of yeah, God, I do trust you. And if I say I trust you, I really have to act like it. And I know that ultimately what you have for me is best. So I'm going to give this to you. And since that moment, it was not just that one day in the car that I've had to release my like desires to the Lord, but it's like a no, God, also fill me because I want to delight in you and I want to want what you want for me. Mm-hmm. And I want to be ready to receive it. That's another thing that like, God's not going to give you something that you're not ready to receive from him. And so if you're not doing the work in the season before to prepare yourself for whatever might be coming, whether that's not being single or staying single for an extended period of time, God knows what you can and can't handle. And um, he just asks that you would like give up your desire and let him work his desire out in you. And it's been a process of me every single day and every single night reminding myself of that conversation that I had with the Lord and being like okay God I'm giving this to you again today like anytime anything pops into my head I'm like no God like I'm gonna give this to you and every single day surrendering that over and over and over again because it doesn't just go away overnight just because you say God I trust you with this like sometimes it looks like making the active choice to walk in that when you really don't want to yeah that's good i feel like something that i also wanted to address is that it's hard like Mm -hmm. it's not an easy thing and i think like i think something that i that i told soph the other day too was like not to be super like i don't even know how to say this like I, th- I think I was talking about it with you the other day that it was like I was reading through Genesis and like mm. reading about how literally Eve was like created from Adam's rib. Like he didn't, he designed us to be in partnership with people. So like desiring that isn't crazy. Mm-hmm. Like desiring to be with someone and to be in a relationship, like that was the Lord's design. Like he was the one who created marriage like Mm. that's the lord's design so like don't also feel like oh i want to be in a relationship so bad like that's wrong that's wrong like it's not like to desire that is normal and like also like something like 
that's something that the Lord designed. So like mm-hmm. it is, at least for me, being single can be so great. And I love being single and like being able to like sort of have a certain amount of independence, but it's also really hard. And like, I love this like dynamic because you guys can kind of get like two different perspectives with like somebody who's been single her whole entire life and somebody who hasn't. And like, since I've been in relationships before, you sort of like know what you're missing, Mm. which like I think makes it a little bit harder because like when you haven't experienced something before, it's like, yeah, I want that. But like, I also don't really know what it's like or Mm. I don't know what I'm missing or whatever. And so like, having been in relationships before it's like oh you know what it's like to like have your person and have someone to talk to all the time and have somebody to like be there for you and to Mm -hmm. be there for and like relationships are really fun and like really exciting and like as much as I love being single being in relationships is also fun fun too Mm -hmm. and like I would be lying to you guys if I said like oh yeah like I completely don't miss being in relationships. Like, I want to be single for the rest of my life. Like, that's just not true. Like, I, like, relationships are great. And, like, I do have that, like, oh, I want to talk to somebody. Like, I want to, like, be in a relationship. I want to, like, have a person or whatever. Mm. And it can be, like, it's been hard for me over the course of this year because I've been actively, like, if it's even if it's not like being in a an official relationship I've been actively like like actively had a person that I was talking to pretty much since I was like 14 so completely like cutting that out of my life has been really hard and not always successful like there have been times where like I've been more successful than others and like periods of times throughout this year that I've been more successful than others um I don't know if any of that is making sense but yeah it's been really hard because like you miss having a person and like Mm -hmm. so I don't know just from a more like relatable perspective like there are so many amazing things to being single but I also can completely empathize with how hard it is because it's hard for me Mm -hmm. and that being said like I know a couple of women in my life who feel like they're called to singleness mm. for the rest of their life and while I don't relate to that sentiment I also want to acknowledge those people because it does say that like singleness is a gift mm. and being single for the rest of your life will also be a gift and you'll see God move in ways that you did not think possible mm. whether you get married or you don't but for those people that feel called to singleness don't think that you're abnormal. I can't even imagine having to deal with like the questions and the looks and the like suspicion yeah. of the people around me. People choosing- literally treating you like you have a disease. Like why would you want to be single? <laughs> yeah, for choosing a single life. But stick to that and know that God's going to bless that enormously. And it's going to be a worthy cause to pursue also. So for those of you that feel like you're called to be single, that's awesome like make yourself ready prepare your heart to receive that gift because it's going to be absolutely awesome as well um but what else did we want to say oh uh what about the things practically to do while you're single Mm. 
Um, How do you fill your time if you're not in a relationship? Yeah, I that sort of goes back to what we were saying before. That was like when you get into a relationship and you become a wife and whatever, your attention is divided, mm-hmm. which it's that it's supposed to be like your attention is divided between your husband and Christ. But when you're single, it's all the Lord. So um, what are we called to do in this, sing- this season of singleness? Because like we have realistically more time on our hands and more that we can do with ourselves because we don't have a family and a husband and a Mm -hmm. relationship to maintain and all of these things so um practically um serving serving is like when you're a single person you are not I mean, obviously you have your immediate family still, but they're not like your husband and your children. Once you're married, you're going to be serving your family a lot. You're Mm going to be serving your husband and your kids. But when you're not married and when you're single, you have the ability to serve your community and to serve people around you and to really like step out of like yourself and like give Mm -hmm. even financially like you are in a position where like you don't have the responsibility of a family so you're able to give in ways that you wouldn't be able to if you had a family and you were in like a relationship and even establishing practices of giving and like putting yourself in positions to serve because just because you're married also doesn't mean that you stop serving or that you stop giving but you have to learn to do that now like Mm -hmm. you we I feel like we talk about this a lot but he who can be trusted with little can also be trusted with much Mm -hmm. like the parable of the servants who invested the gold talents versus the one who hid it in the ground because he was afraid of losing what he already had um developing good stewardship of your time treasure and talents is something that we hear about a lot but it's something that we actually get to put into practice like if you're not currently tithing or giving in any way I would encourage you to look into that in the bible and see like okay where in my income like how do I how can I start I think sometimes the hardest thing when you envision what you want to do is just practically how do I start how do I take the first step to get there and um I think as a single person, like serving sounds really great, but it's like, what organization do I want to serve with? Who's doing something that like my passions align with that? Mm -hmm. Like God did give you desires in your heart to like fulfill those things in your lifetime. And like he gave you a purpose and a certain set of gifts that you get to use to glorify him. So look for organizations and places of need it doesn't even have to be with an organization there's a book called the gospel comes with a house key and it's by that author that you're reading right now rosaria champagne butterfield and she talks about the importance of just being there for people and giving people access um and how that shows people the gospel and that's something that you can do if you're single or not hospitality welcoming people in to your family whether you're a single family or a family of like 10 yeah and i think too like there's so many ways to find like 
people to serve because even if it's within your immediate family like that's showing the love of christ to the people that you care about and sometimes honestly it's it's, harder it's harder to serve your family and the people that you're close to than it is to serve others Mm -hmm. at least for me it it has always been more challenging to serve my parents and Mm -hmm. my siblings than it has ever been to serve other people yeah which like I don't know. That just means you have to do it more. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but for me, when I was like, when I kind of was like hit that hit with that revelation, like I need to be serving and I need to be like volunteering places. And like, this is something that's lacking in my life. Mm-hmm. I literally used Google. Like you can literally Google places to serve in your area. And that's what I did. And I found these organizations that I love and that I, that I volunteer with. And um, I mean, ask like most churches have organizations that they partner with. Ask people at your church, like literally anything. Get involved in your church. Serve at your church, mm-hmm. at your local church. Like get involved, be serving. Um, like that's a part of being the body of Christ is serving others. So yeah, there's that. Um, I also think growing your relationship with the lord you have so much time Mm -hmm. like go on walks in the morning so actually throughout this suggestion because we're currently doing like a little um thing with the girls in our bible study of memorizing and meditating on a passage of scripture for two months and just really letting the word like sink into our hearts and soph over here has been killing the game she has like exodus 20 what 1 through 17 already memorized like she doesn't need to look at it like she knows it and um one of the things that she suggested because i was having a really hard time with that is um to go on a walk in the morning and to like actually get out of your house because there's something for me about like if i get up and i grab my phone and i snooze it and take it back to bed with me i will sleep for another hour i mean for most people most people have that issue like when you're (laughs) that's why it's i mean for a lot of people it's even hard to work from home you get so distracted so easily and also like the enemy is going to try to distract you as much as he can if you're literally sitting there trying to focus on memorizing scripture you're gonna get a tiktok notification on your phone (laughs) telling you to waste the hour that you should be meditating on scripture on tiktok yeah i had to delete my social media yet again this week because i was just like i can't do it i'm waking up and the first thing i'm doing is checking my instagram and that's the last thing i do for like an hour before i go to sleep and so just like i don't know i think when you stop to think about it like what do you want your life to look like in the future as an adult as like who's the person that you envision yourself becoming and obviously there are aspects that you're not going to realize because those are things that god's going to have to reveal to you but when you think about the kind of person that you want to be like what do you want to be doing how do you want to be using your time and living your life and i really love reading and I love journaling and I feel like that's something that's really good and healthy for me and so instead of going to bed looking at Instagram I was like I can use the fact that I have nothing else to do on my phone unless I want to go through my camera roll to plug in my phone put it on do not disturb an hour before I go to sleep and just read a book Mm. and like do something that's good for my mind but um another thing that I also wanted to bring up in that like growing your spiritual walk with the lord now as a single person whether you're a teenager or an adult um is just like reading good material for you and spending time also 
becoming a warrior like a prayer warrior Mm. that's a huge thing that i think is another way of serving honestly is lifting up people in prayer and it's something that we sometimes forget the power behind but when you do it you can start to see the changes that'll happen in the community around you and um yeah if you can find a time or a place that you really love to like get with the lord and just intercede for people and learn to do that and do that well that'll become a really big tool in your arsenal if you are one of those people that wants to get married to intercede for your family and to like pray for your future husband and pray for your kids and pray for the life that you want to build because God hears those now. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes like it's completely normal to get distracted Mm -hmm. and to like feel like there have been so many times where I have started a prayer and then literally 20 minutes later realized like, wow, I literally didn't even finish my prayer and I completely lost my train of thought and started doing something else. Mm -hmm. Like that's like the enemy tries to distract you. Even like one of our spiritual mentors was talking to me about that the other day. And this like she is one of the most godly prayerful spiritual woman we've ever met and she was like i still get distracted i still have trouble focusing Mm -hmm. because that's a normal thing and the enemy is going to try to do that when you're literally interceding for people he's gonna try to distract you like Mm -hmm. that's just what it is so like also figure out what's best for you for sophie she can sit there and journal prayers for so long like literally just write out these prayers for people because it helps me to focus it helps her to focus for me I can't do that. That is so hard for me to write because all I think about is how much my hand hurts and like (laughs) it's just the worst. I hate I don't like journaling and like I never have and I've tried to get into it because I know it's like good for people and they love it and whatever. I just don't think it's something I'll ever enjoy. And so for me, what I've started doing recently, like Sophie mentioned, is going on walks. So I'll literally go on walks and just meditate on scripture and I'll have my phone with me for like safety. Um, And I also take pepper spray but especially like in the evening nighttime which like can be dangerous I know but like my neighborhood is relatively safe so I'll just go with my pepper spray and especially at nighttime like there's not a lot of people out and like it's dark so nobody can like see what you're doing and I'll literally be out loud praying for people and out loud meditating on scripture and I mean, even if people see you, who cares? Like, they can think you're a crazy person. You're talking to the Lord. It doesn't even matter. But I, like, I don't get distracted when I'm out on a walk because sometimes you just need something. Like, everybody's different. Even in the book that I'm reading now, the one by Rosaria Champagne Butterfield, um, she was talking about how she can remember some of the most impactful prayers that she's prayed were while she was sitting there knitting. And that's what helped her stay focused she could pray for hours on end when she was sitting there knitting and so like find a way like some people have prayer closets and they can sit in their prayer closet and they shut out everything and that's where they best focus like the enemy is going to try to distract you and figure out what helps you to not be distracted for me it's going on a walk and being able to pray out loud and have an out loud conversation with the lord and especially meditating on scripture i have been able to memorize so much more scripture going out on a few walks than I ever have sitting down trying to write it out or like whatever and so like find 
what works best and literally do it. Like Mm -hmm. instead of spending that hour on your phone, go on an hour walk and see what happens. Yeah, like pray, intercede for people and like meditate on scripture. Like it's so like it's so impactful like just for your heart like it's it's literally like medicine yeah and one of the things that i've heard someone say is how you do anything is how you do everything Mm. and so if what you're doing now isn't getting you any closer to the vision of future you that you really want to be then maybe something needs to change and like being single is the best time to quote work on yourself but it's true like establish yourself career-wise like get financially literate um educate yourself on things that are important to you like what do you like what sets your heart on fire and like how are those things gonna help you to serve and build the kingdom of god yeah that's a little bit what um sophie and i and a few other people in our friend group right now actually are realizing that's like how do we transition from this season of adolescence Mm -hmm. to this season of adulthood? And I was talking to Sophie about it because we have this incredible friend group of a bunch of people um, that all love the Lord and they're all amazing godly individuals. But we've sort of realized that a lot of our time, like a lot, a lot of our time is being spent with these people. And we sort of have had to sit back and like reevaluate and be like, okay, we're going into this season of adulthood and we're going to have to make the choice to like, for me, it's like, okay, should I be hanging out right now? Should I be hanging out with my friends when like, I want to be growing into my role as an adult Mm. which might just look like saying no to plans to stay home and read or clean and do your laundry yeah clean and do your laundry and like go to the gym meal prep right and like it is a little bit interesting we were over at my sister-in-law's last week and we were talking to her about it and she was like yeah that is an issue but also when I was your guys's age, I was married. So I wasn't hanging out with my friends that much, but I was also coming home to hang out with my husband, which you guys don't have. So there is a balance to where like we are single. So the people that we're going to be hanging out with are our friends. So like that is a part of it too. Like you want to have community and you want to have people that you hang out with as a single person, but you also don't want your whole life to be a hangout and that's what we've been realizing Mm -hmm. and some people have the opposite experience because they don't have a ginormous friend group like us but which comes with literally it's been such a blessing like all of our friends are so amazing and our friend group is such a blessing to us but in this season of life that we're transitioning into it's like okay lord how do you want me to be spending my time Mm -hmm. because just because these people are amazing and and like I love hanging out with them doesn't mean that this is what you want me to be doing with my time Mm -hmm. because I'm spending every single night of the week with these people and I don't know that I should be doing that. So like 
where do you want me to put my time? Am I being selfish by just hanging out with the people that I want to be around all the time? Mm -hmm. Should I be using my time elsewhere? Should I honestly just be home spending time with you? Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've been realizing lately because I was challenged recently to spend a really extended amount of time with the Lord every day. And I have literally like realized like, wow, if I'm spending this much time with the Lord, I kind of don't have time to hang out with this person right now. I don't Mm -hmm. have time to do this. I have time to spend time with the Lord, work, maybe go to the gym, and then like maybe if I have leftover time, then I can make plans with somebody. Mm -hmm. But you kind of have to get your priorities in line and remember where your priorities lie because I realized that I saw myself prioritizing hanging out with my friends over spending time with the Lord or hanging out with my friends over even getting certain work stuff done that I needed to get done. Or spending time with your family. Yeah. Yeah. Or serving your family. Yeah. Or serving your community. Like I was just spending so much time with my friends that it like got unhealthy, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, and I think a lot of people in our friend group are sort of having that realization because we're all getting older and it's like, okay, how do we change from like, college vibes of like yeah you study together you go to the gym together because you're all in the same environment yeah and like learning and you're like it's just a very college lifestyle but we're not in college anymore yeah it's like we're transitioning out of that oh bless you bless you um yeah so we're sort of also learning how to transition and how to steward our time as single women Mm -hmm. better so we're learning this Like I literally say in every single podcast, (laughs) we are learning this alongside of you guys. We are not perfect at it. I was literally telling Sophie today like how hard it is for me to not talk to certain guys and like whatever because you get lonely. Like as a girl, you want attention. You want to talk to certain people. You want to whatever. Like we're learning all of this stuff right beside you guys. So and we're also not perfect at it. We're just kind of sharing what we're learning and and realizing that all of these different things that we talk about at the end of the day like we really have to go back to the lord and be like jesus i need you like i don't need a career or all these friends or even a spouse like if you want to bless me with these things that would be awesome but what i need is actually you and your holy Mm -hmm. spirit to guide me into the things that you want for me because that's going to be the best thing for my life Mm. and I think that's just like genuinely the heart of what we're learning so it's not like uh we have it all together because we definitely don't like Soph said but um just learning in the difficult times where we really want to hold on to the things that we want to do to release those to the Lord because he has things better for us and trusting in that and actually like walking it out when it's difficult yeah so well trust us if we can do it you can do it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we believe in you guys and we love you guys. Oh, that was really cute of you. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. We love you guys so much. We will see you in our next podcast. Bye. Bye.